Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and in this episode, we are talking with Catherine and Michelle Poletti, co-founders of the UTMB Race Series in Chamonix, France. We talk about their vision for trail running over the last two decades, their history with ITRA and the Ultra Trail World Tour, partnering with Ironman and building the UTMB World Series, and their perspective on the future of our sport in the years and decades to come. This episode is brought to you by Rabbit, makers of the best trail running apparel. If you're in the market for new kit and you want to support the podcast in the process, head over to their website and at checkout use code SINGLETRACK20 for 20% off your next order. With that, let's get started. Catherine and Michelle Paletti, it's a pleasure to have you both on the Single Track Podcast. Thank you and hello to everybody. Hello, thank you, Finn. First question here. You have been traveling through the Western United States and seeing all these great races like the Desert Rats series and the Canyon series this coming weekend. I'm curious, this is two questions. What are your first impressions of the American trail running scene? And talk as well about the similarities and the differences of the American scene to what you notice in the European scene. Yes, but uh, there is a long time we travel in USA and uh, because we love this country, we love the spirit. And in the same time, we have many very, very good friends in this place like Tofa from uh, 2003. And uh, often we come to visit him. By the way, um, we visit a lot of uh, races, some very small, some very known. And uh, we understand there is a very different culture between uh, European and uh, American races. And we love both. We choose to do something. uh, We had a choice to make some kind of event. But in the same time, we appreciate a lot the little uh, races. We are like... uh, organized by a tribute and uh, to, who are quite a little bit roots. It's one of the part we love it. If we choose to organize some event a little bit different with uh, many values uh, like the sustainability, the diversity, the inclusivity is different because we are different. And to come back to your technical, there was some technical part in your question about the differences between uh, uh, European races and uh, uh, US races. Uh, Generally, US races are smaller than European races because of the difficulty to get a permit uh, in uh, in the US. It's uh, it's easier uh, to get uh, a permit for more number for a great, uh, a bigger number of runners in Europe than in the US. And there is something also quite uh, funny is that in Europe, we don't really care about the exact distance. Uh, it can be, for example, the, the UTMB Mont Blanc itself is uh, 170 kilometers, uh, uh, while 100 miles are 162 kilometers. And in Europe, we don't really care about this because uh, we think that uh, running around the Mont Blanc is the, is the main thing to do. And uh, at the opposite, in, in the US, you have exact uh, 50K races, 50-mile races, 100K races, 100-mile races. It's, it's not a big deal, but it's just a, a funny difference between the, the two continents. When you take over a race like grindstone or desert rats or utmb or speed goat how important is it to upgrade the event in the image of what you've built at utmb in chamonix every august versus maintaining the elements of the race that were there before you arrived there is one thing which is important we we like the idea to be able to propose to the runners everywhere in the world the possibility to run a race uh, with a special uh, 
values and codes of a, a UTMB race. Uh, the American runners come a lot to come in Chamonix to run the UTMB Mont Blanc. There are more than, uh, I think, uh, 500. 500 runners made the travel each year to come and run on the UTMB Mont Blanc. So we think it's quite important for them, thanks to the new sport system, to find some races in the US who are able to provide them the possibility to get some running stone and to come in the system and to arrive in UTMB Mont Blanc. And the best thing is to not uh, make them uh, obliged to cross the ocean each time because it is uh, not sustainable to make too much travel. travel and uh, we hope that they are able to travel less but travel better and to spend a little time everywhere. And by the way, it is quite important for the European. They want to, to come in USA to, to discover USA and spend a little time in USA and find some race with the UTMB code and uh, the UTMB concept. And uh, if we do like that, that's, that's good for us. And by the way, Speedgoat, they, it chose, he wanted to be part of UTMB World Series. All the person who are part in UTMB World Series, it's, they choose it. They are happy to do it. But there is an important thing to say is that uh, part of our values uh, is the respect of the local community. So a UTMB, a by UTMB race cannot be the same in France, in Italy, in the US, in China, because uh, a UTMB race has to be the expression of the locals. And so we, uh, you said when we, we take over Desert Rats, for example, it must be an American experience with UTMB values. UTMB values are about sustainability, are about the aesthetic of the course, to have a really nice course, as nice as possible, to give the, the whole community the possibility to, to live a good experience, and not only the runners, the volunteers, the partners, all together, and that's the values of UTMB, and inside these values, we have, at first, to respect the local community and the, and the spirit of the country in where we have the race. When you reflect on this expansion to American races in the UTMB system, has your assessment of how well this would work been confirmed or has it been challenged in your opinion? I think the first one was the Desert Rat, no, the Speed Goat. And we had a very good connection with Carl and we wanted that Carl continue to operate the race and with just the spirit of UTMB. And I think it was only one year. I think we will see if it is a success. Maybe next year, maybe, in my opinion, we need about three years to be sure that uh, there is a very good connection with us and the local and for the speed goat, it's Carl, but it may be Chaz for the canyons and we have a very good connection like a friendship but we need to understand if the sport rules are really the same 
and after the communication and the ambience need to be American. I want to go back in history a little bit to when you started the original UTMB race. I believe it was in 2003. That was about 20 years ago. I'm curious, has your vision for that race and your mission for trail running in general, has it stayed the same over those 20 years or has it changed in any ways? I think the values are the same. In 2003, we just did it because we had the opportunity and it was a patient and uh, Michel was a runner and he wanted absolutely to turn around the Mont Blanc. And then in 2004, we discovered it would be a great thing. It may become very beautiful event, but we need to find a way to manage it very well. So because of that, we keep the spirit creating an association, a non-profit association. And by the way, just in parallel, just in the in beside, we created a little company, very little company in the beginning because we were two, and, and uh, to manage the pro professionalism to organize. It was necessary to be able to organize very well the rescue, everything, the logistic, and all we have to do. And by the way, the association take took care about the uh, values, the sustainability, the solidarity, the inclusivity, and everything like that. And working together, we were able to increase the success of the race. And as you can see, we are too to answer to you because we needed to be together to be complete and it was the same between the non-profit association and the company. We needed to be together to, to be complete. Michel, I want to ask this question directly to you. I was doing a little bit of research for this episode, and I came across a Trail Runner magazine interview that you did back in 2018. You said the following, quote, if I was really a businessman, I would prefer for the sport to become totally professional. It would bring in more money for everyone, just like cycling. It would bring in much more money for athletes and organizers, but that's not my goal. I don't do this for the money, end quote. It does appear with this Ironman partnership now, among other decisions, that UTMB appears to be embarking on this path. I don't personally think change is bad, but it, it does appear something changed. What what changed in your uh, perspective there? I'm sorry, but to answer your question, I need to ask you a question. Is it sure. written quote or is it my written? Written. written. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think I've been able to say that. So... I think that there is a kind of misunderstanding between what I said and maybe uh, not in, in the good English enough uh, uh, okay. because reading this, I'm, I don't see how it has been possible for me to, to say that except, except the very last part that I never did nothing in my life for money. That's true. That's true. But uh, the other part, we, I always talked about professionalization and we created with Catherine, we created a, 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 a company uh, beside the non-profit association, we created a company. This company grew up and became UTMB Group, the current company who is managing UTMB World Series worldwide. And as a company, we need to make profit. If we don't make any profit, then the company will die. But at the same time, it's not the, the purpose of the company. The mission, the vision of the company is not to make money. 
the, uh, it's more about providing uh, as beautiful as possible experience to the runners and to all the actors, volunteers, partners, everyone. That's the real thing we, we want to do. And to try to answer to your question, even if I'm sure that I never said what you said, what you report, the sport is growing up quickly, more than 10% per year. And we see that there are more and more organizers who are pro-organizer and not only association. And it's the same in Europe than in the US. We see that the media are more and more attracted by the sport. And so uh, it's normal also that things are going to more professionalization. We see that the runners want a kind of, not a kind, want to be recognized and the runners want to be pro-runners, uh, uh, having the possibility only to train and to race and not to have another work uh, will be a bad thing for their training. And so everything is going towards the professionalization, but it's still not our objective to make as much money as we can. The objective is to provide the best experience we can to the to our community. Can I add something? Please. By the way, from uh, 2003, the market of the brands for the trail running was very little. And year by year, there is many changes with the uh, brands and the products for the trail running. For example, when we began, we began with the North Face as a main partner and they didn't organize to have a jacket uh, possible for the runners. It was a product just for the winter collection and not for the, for the summer. In the same time, for the GPS, You have Garmin who arrived, you have Vibram for the souls, you have a lot of brands who discovered the possibility to develop the market with many things. In 2003, you just needed to have some shoes and a short, and uh, you go like that with quite a lot of autonomy, and uh, you don't needed so many accessories. And uh, we grow with the market also because uh, that's the way it is. And uh, we saw that everybody, it may be the brand, it may be the locals, now more and more uh, towns and regions ask to us to come because the, the trail running is uh, the ideal spot to discover the tourism and to discover a place or a town or, or a mountain maybe. And uh, because of that, we grow with the, we grow in the same way that the, all the market, is. the market is growing. When you think about achieving your mission for the trail running community, why did you need to leave ITRA and replace the Ultra Trail World Tour with the UTMB World Series instead? What was what were the issues with those two systems that were conflicting with your mission for the trail running community? It was not conflicting. <laughs> it was not conflicting. When we created ITRA, maybe it was a little bit naive but it was not a question of conflict. When we created ITRA, we do think, and I'm still, I still thinking that trail running needs a, a, an official voice. And it was to give to the trail running community an, an official voice that we started with ITRA and that I've been uh, ITRA president 
for uh, seven years. Uh, doing this, we started a kind of partnership between UTMB and ITRA, in which we, as UTMB, we provided ITRA with tools, uh, like the performance index, mainly. We provided ITRA with IT tools that helped hugely ITRA to grow up. And ITRA grew up as a big international association thanks to this partnership, being at the same time a completely independent association. It was not at all a daughter of UTB. And we arrived early 2020, just before the COVID crisis, I arrived in a situation where I was not anymore aligned with my steering committee about the strategy. People in the majority of people in the steering committee arrived at a point where they really wanted to be fully independent of UTMB. It was not my strategy. My strategy was not that UTMB stay a partner with other partners. It could be possible to partner with many other brands, organizers, anyway. But the, I, I thought and still thinking that the partnership between UTMB and ITRA was a good way for ITRA to be independent and strong. And my steering committee was not following me anymore on that point. They wanted to be fully independent. So that's why I resigned. And it was not a conflict uh, of interest towards our mission as UTMB. I always worked uh, for seven years as ITRA as a completely volunteer. I was completely volunteer. It was, and it's why I say maybe it was a little bit naive to, to want to promote the, the sport and to help ITRA to become the, the independent body speaking for the whole community while being also involved with Catherine in UTMB. Maybe it was a little bit naive, but that, that's it. UTMB was uh, Ultra Trail, uh, Ultra Trail Water is another story. We, we created Ultra Trail Water on another side, completely independently from ITRA. And it was a nice, it was a nice experience to experiment what we wanted with Catherine to, uh, to become international. And it was a nice experience. We, we learned a lot about uh, UTWT, but at the same time, we thought that it was time to move and to create UTMB World Series as a, a better thing to achieve a real mission. To come back to your question, ITRA has nothing to do with our mission because ITRA was fully, completely independent. Uh, UTWT, yes, is it's related to our mission, and we thought that uh, UTMB World Series could be a, a good, a, bit, a better answer to to achieve our mission. Why did you want a partnership with Ironman? Why choose Ironman to expand your current vision for UTMB and the UTMB World Series? To be honest, before Ironman Group, we had already made a step to have a partnership with another group, which was Group Telegram. It was necessary for us to, to keep the strength to be able to to become international. And at this moment, through the OSESPOR, who is a part of, who was a part of Group Telegram, with uh, Remy Duchemin, we created UTMB International. And then we needed to grow up, to grow up. And uh, Remy Duchemin leave uh, uh, and provide us the possibility to be in contact with Group Telegram to, to have a partnership and, to, and not to sell to anybody, but to open the capital to provide a, a part of the capital where we keep 
as the polity family, we keep the majority all the time to keep the control. And then it was the moment where a lot of the group contacted us to buy the UTMB and all the time we refused absolutely to sell the UTMB Mont Blanc. And uh, it was a contact with many great organizers and Ironman was one of these. We speak with Ironman during three years because in the beginning they asked to buy the UTMB Mont Blanc and then we say, no thanks, we have our project and uh, we want to keep the control about that. And now we are with uh, Group Telegram. And uh, in the, in the, through the, th these three years, they arrived and they accepted to change absolutely their model and they accepted to have a minority in UTMB group and uh, they had to deal with Group Telegram to sell, to buy to Group Telegram their own uh, part of the um, of the shares so now we are with we are associated with ironman and the deal is that we keep the values all the event have the brand by utmb and not ironman but they are the brand by utmb to make a, a bigger community of event a bigger family of event and to provide for the runners the possibility to have a very big community and to go through all these races um, with the same uh, sport rules, for example, with the same values and uh, respecting the territories where we are to be able to travel and discover all the other communities and cultures. There was a, a little bit of reporting done. I believe it was in Trail Runner magazine a few years ago. Again, when when this partnership was established, and if you if you look at some of the the quotes from the media team at Ironman, it did not appear that first and foremost their decision to partner was about the welfare of the sport. It seemed more to be a market expansion opportunity or, or driven by profit motive. And so I'm wondering, is it important to consider the motivations of your partners in your plans for UTMB and your vision for impacting the sport? And I should also ask, do you agree with those assessments of Ironman's motivations? So we are speaking of companies can be the Ironman group or the UTMB group. We are speaking uh, of companies and companies need to make money. So to be interested by the market and by taking a part of this market, it's just, in my opinion, just normal for any company in the world. And as explained by Catherine, Ironman was not alone to come from outside and to be interested in the market. The difference, in my opinion, the difference with Ironman towards all the other uh, big actors we met with during these years is that Ironman made the decision to be humble, to learn the, the boat uh, Ultra Trace Australia in 2017, uh, Tarawera one year later and they took the time to learn they took the time to talk it was not a, a kind of hostile takeover on the trail running uh, world it was more yes we bought two events we are still learning and we talked with them slowly, as explained by Catherine, and at the end of the day, we accepted this deal 
because they said, okay, we believe in the UTMB brand. We don't want to bring the Ironman brand in the trail running community. We just want to help to build UTMB World Series following UTMB values. And that's why we accept them as a minority shareholder in our company to be able to develop uh, UTMB World Series at an international level. This was just impossible for us as a small French company. And we saw that with uh, Ultra Trail Warto. We were too small to bring the UTMB World Series at uh, an international level. That's the main thing. After that, once again, any company in the world needs to make uh, enough money to, li- to live. And uh, by the way, maybe we tried to be transparent and we were not understand. There is a misunderstood. Uh, okay, sometime we can be transparent and uh, n- nobody understand everything, but the case, but the reality is that UTMB Group is a company and it's not an Ironman Group's company. There have been a few vocal race directors here in America, smaller race directors, as well as certain runners in the sport who have a certain idea of the direction of where this should be going. They believe that what UTMB is doing, what what your plans are for the sport, it's a threat to these smaller, more local races, and that as your plan for the sport expands, they're not going to have a place in the sport anymore. And I thought that this might be a good opportunity for you to get your perspective and perhaps even discuss why you think they are mistaken and why you believe there can be coexistence in this community. So in my opinion, it's quite simple because the market, because it's, it's, it became market, it's a fact. The market is growing of more than 10% per year. And with UTMB World Series, our Objective is to have, we, we have this year 35 uh, uh, events all over the world. We could have a little bit more, but there are more than 10,000 events in the world. So what is 50 events compared with 10,000? In my opinion, there is, in I think in our opinion, there, there is room for anyone. I love racing in very small races. I love, uh, for example, I, I am also uh, a cross-country ski, uh, skier. I love running the Vasalopet, the biggest world in the world, in the world. And at the same time, I love racing a small race very close to Chamonix. So I think it's exactly the same thing in trail running. There is room for anyone who is wanting just to, to do a good job. And by the way, we obliged nobody all the time. It's a entry ask. And uh, if someone wants to stay independent, we respect that. Maybe it's a very good race, but the number of runners is growing very fast. And now I don't think it is impossible for, it is possible for one brand and one uh, style of uh, event to be the only one. The only thing, uh, and I think uh, many runners are like Michel and they like to run many races. And by the way, with the UTMB and X, we provide, we work with uh, about around 4,000 run uh, races and uh, it's free of charge and uh, it's the possibility for the runners to prove their ability to run some distance and we ask for that. So we continue to support 4,000 of race in the world who are able and uh, who want 
to promote their own races by saying we are a UTMB index race. And because of that, I think we help the community, even if they are not by UTMB races. Another thank you to sponsor HVMN. HVMN is my choice for exogenous ketones. If you are curious about using exogenous ketones in your training, racing, and day-to-day life, head over to HVMN.com. Get a bottle of Ketone IQ, and if you want a 20% discount in the process, use code SINGLETRACK20 at checkout for 20% off your next order. Most of the listeners of this show are based in North America, and I want to continue this thread of either misunderstandings or criticisms of what UTMB is, is doing in the sport, your plans for the sport. Are there any other misunderstandings or criticisms that you have heard or you have come across that you can talk about here publicly and, and perhaps correct the record on? Is it a question? Yes, it's, it's, it's a suggestion. We, we, we can talk about, uh, we, we launched our uh, new pregnancy policy just a few days ago. And uh, I think it's can be a, a, a good topic uh, to answer your suggestion. Uh, we we have been uh, under the criticism of some uh, people in the U.S. recently. Uh, so the pregnancy policy is part of the things we wanted to do well. We took some time to think about to to talk with everyone, not not just to think in our own mind of organizer, but to talk with runners, female runners, uh, to talk with many, many people. And we came, we came with uh, 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 the, pregnant, the new pregnancy policy we launched, we announced uh, three days ago. It's an example of the controversies we had in the past weeks in the US. And uh, we hope that this new pregnancy policy is, is a good way to, to answer to that, as well as all the, the work we are doing about the gender equity policy, we have been under some criticism about female participation in our races. We, part of our answer is the new way for elite runners to qualify for the UTM Mont Blanc. We are qualifying right now as many female runners than male runners. That's the very big new thing uh, in our sports system. We, we have, uh, so maybe in our races, we have still not enough female runners compared with male runners. But at the same time, we can also say that UTMB Mont Blanc is probably the biggest races in the world for female participation in number, not in percentage, it's true, but in number. And we are still working a lot about all these things, gender equity, non-binary, and we'll have other announcements to make uh, further in the year. And to be honest, I think for the female, as a woman, I can say that the most important thing is to be considered to to have the same recognition. And from a long time, we work also with the journalists, with the press, to preserve the number of journalists to the arrival of the first females. And also, we take a, a great attention to the arrival, to the how of arrival of the first female to be, to take care they don't arrive just in the middle of the night when there is nobody and to keep the same attention to recognize what the, the women, the runners, women uh, are doing. And I think it's not only the same the equality of the number of a person that means that we are attentive to have this, a good support to help the woman to run. Today, I think on UTMB, we welcome 
a little bit more than 500 women who are running. What is the race who is able to accept this number? And maybe there is also, uh, if you give us the opportunity to, to talk about this, uh, there is a, another big, big uh, thing about sustainability. Uh, as an organizer, we have a huge responsibility about uh, sustainability. Organizer in the trail running world, we have a, a, a big responsibility about sustainability, as well as all the other actors. Each one should have his own engagement toward the sustainability. And just to say that it's also a big part of our work today to set up our new CSR policy. One first thing was to launch UTMB Cares just a couple of months ago. It's an on-demand fund that we created to help, to have a tool to help for all charities and sustainability actions that we can, we will have in the future and we are currently having. And uh, once again, it's an unfinished job on which we will have more to say in the coming weeks, uh, especially during the, U- the UTMB Mont Blanc week, end of August, beginning of September. I have one question that I want to ask you about the sustainability mission. Before this UTMB World Series existed, it was very easy to travel to a race that gave you ITRA points here in the U.S. to then qualify for UTMB. Like people did not have to fly to races. They could drive, honestly, like a 60-minute drive would get them to a race that they could qualify for. And now in, in the new system, there's only a few races in America or even on the North American continent that they can go to qualify for. And so there may be some people in the audience that say, because of all the large travel involved, it it still conflicts with this vision for sustainability. So one question I have here, will you reach a point where there are more races in the U.S. that are closer to people in certain pockets of the the country so that they can um, not have to worry about things like flying or traveling too far, issues like that? Definitely, yes. Maybe. We we try to have to to find some deal with more events in US. Maybe to create some, maybe to find compromise. But everything is. We cannot do anything in one year. We do the most we can, and we need to be really focused to keep the quality and not to do just the number. We need to have some premium event and to have the time to make them to grow and to go step by step. I think it's exactly the opposite of very big company who want only the money. We just want to to have the quality and to respect the values and to take the time to do that. But hopefully, we, we want more events. We expect two more events in the US. Maybe it can be useful for your editors to, to understand why we, we made this decision to change our qualifying rules for your team. We were going right in a wall with too many demands for racing UTMB Mont Blanc races, and we were going to a situation where it could be almost impossible for a runner to go to Mont Blanc, to Chamonix, and maybe to wait for more than 10 years. And we know that some runners, US runners, are used with that kind of system because some US races are quite impossible to enter. (coughs) But at the same time, we did not want to have the same situation. And that's why we've, we, we fought about this new system in which anyone who wants really to go in Germany would have to qualify through a UTMB World Series race and to get at least one running stone. We tried, but at the same time, we are trying, and that's why we say, yes, we need more races in the US. We try also to 
to have at least one UTMB World Series race close to each community. I always take the example of Thailand, where there is a big community uh, who grew up in the, in, in the last years in, in Thailand, and now we have two events in Thailand. Uh, but to come back to the biggest trail running community in the world, with, uh, which is uh, USA, uh, yes, we need definitely more races in, in the USA. One thing that I'm curious about, or one thing that I would like to get your opinion on is why trail running has been so fragmented or so independent for so long. Like there isn't just the UTMB World Series, there's the Golden Trail Series, there's Sky Running, there's the Golden Ticket Series. There's all of these competing series and events where, for example, professional runners have to decide where they're going to invest. And so I'm wondering if you have any opinions on why it's been so independent in that way and also whether you think it will become more consolidated over time especially through this utmb world series i will just begin and michelle will complete in uh, 2003 in the beginning uh, in uh, 2000 in the beginning of this uh, century the trade running was just the story of some person who wanted to to be really connected with the nature but there were very little number and more and more we saw that the person who made who, who practice road running maybe will be in the big cities they discover this new way to connect it with the nature and the number of the runners grew up very fast, and now it's became to be very good balance, and it continued to grow. So all these runners, they have different will. Some of them, they want to stay in uh, short races, maybe a maximum of uh, 50K, around the marathon and some of them they want to try to go longer and to do something else all the will of the runners we have to respect them some of them they want to to be really competitive and in the trail running the race we do is not so competitive for part of them for the elite they want to win, they want to be on a podium, they want to make a time. But the big majority of them want to have a, an adventure, want to travel, to have a journey on a beautiful course and to discover a place. And we need to take care of all of them and they have the choice of a different format of a, a circuit. I think there is a place for everybody. I will try to bring a, a different angle. Not saying that uh, Catherine is... Uh, it's a different angle. Different angle. I completely uh, <laughs> agree with wh what you said. But... Uh, more looking at uh, the way uh, that uh, running out of the stadium running was born and has evolved in the time. I don't know exactly for road running in the US, I better know uh, for ro road running in France. Road running in France and in Europe was born in the 60s, 70s from people get out of the stadium to be free to do what they wanted. And in France especially, people at that time, in the early 70s, were fighting towards the French Federation of Athletics. They wanted to be free. If you wanted to run in the stadium, you, need, you needed to be licensed under the French Federation of Athletics. Road running was born in France by people who wanted to be free and to run when they wanted, how they wanted. 
And I know that uh, trail running was born in the USA on a similar basis when roadrunner fought US fought, uh, US roadrunner fought that road running had become too big, too yeah, a, a too big thing, and they wanted also to run on the trails being completely free. And the image of the uh, trail runner, the male train, uh, trail runner uh, we have all in mind is uh, just without t-shirt, with just a bottle of water in the middle of the nature. That's the, Im the image of a trail runner, to be free in the nature. And so the question is that the federal world has never took care really of this population. They never succeed to be fully involved in this in this sport. Can be road running, where I know that, for example, world athletics is still behind the big marathons. They are still trying to uh, to get involved in the in the sport, and uh, in the trail running is the same case. Itra is still struggling to be the body uh, uh, representing trail running. It's really difficult and. That's why I think that the sport of trail running is more about freedom, individual, I do what I want, and this is giving room for private businesses, it can be small businesses, you have hundreds or thousands of small entrepreneurs in the US organizing races, or it can be big organization as we are, we became, or as Ironman or Spartan on, on over, or also as Salomon, who is completely involved in the Golden Trail series. And so all these private actors have their own mission, and I think the sport will evolve toward the organization who will be able to respect the true spirit of trail running that is running free in the nature. I don't know if my answer is completely fully indestructible in English, but I think it's a big thing to, to speak about. I, I appreciate all that history as well. I think the follow-up question I have off of that, it's actually, I, I'd, I'd love to get your, your prediction. If we, if we go 10 years into the future, do you think that the professional part of the sport is going to be more consolidated or will it look very similar to what it is today in terms of many similar championships, many big brands all trying to have a stake in certain series? What are your thoughts there? Hmm. I, d I don't understand all these brands who, who want to have their own world championship. It doesn't mean nothing. In my opinion, the only one world championship is the federal world championship. And that's why I, I tried as a NITRA president and UTMB co-race director with Catherine, I tried to promote both the federal way and the private way. I always take the, the, the same example of uh, cyclism, uh, cyclism, is that in cyclists you have the Tour de France, and as UTMB we aim to be the Tour de France like the Tour de France in the trail running world. And you have also the World Championship by UCI, but that's the only World Championship I really recognize. And I think it's just a, a, a bad idea uh, for anyone private, for any private brand to claim to, to have his own World Championship. And by the way, we never do the, did that. When we give the claim that we are the summit of one summit of the trail running that means it was you have many beautiful mountains in the world and you have many summits we just be we just uh, wish to be one summit so and to maybe to to really understand the evolution we had from the beginning i can uh, signal this book, I don't know Doug if Mayer. you knew it. I don't know if you yes. have it, but I. I want to read it. You, you have it. 
Okay, so we can we can ask the editor to send you a copy because it will okay. be it will be uh, the possibility to 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 learn a lot about the history. to learn a lot about the real history when Doug Meyer wrote it he don't uh, wrote it under our control he just wrote it with us and with a deal what he is the writer so he can interview as many persons as he wants and uh, he made the interviews of many athletes many personality many pers and uh, i think it's a really good uh, book and he will be available and sell mid june uh, but maybe for your editors we need to to just make a little bit of promotion saying that we are speaking about a book, a new book wrote, <laughs> uh, written by uh, an American guy, Doug Meyer, who is living part of his time in the US and part of his time uh, in Chamonix. And the book, is, the name Super of the cool. book is The Race That Changed Running, The Inside Story of UTMB, just to, to have your auditors understanding what we are talking about. And we'll make sure to link to it in the show notes of this episode as well. Thank you. Is it okay if we... I have a few more questions to ask. Is it okay if we go for another 20 minutes or so? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I, one follow-up question I had on your last comment, and I, I may have misunderstood you, so I apologize, but Michelle, were you saying that if a shoe brand, for example, is responsible for upholding a certain event series like Solomon is with the Golden Trail series, are you suggesting that that is problematic for certain reasons no yeah. no 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 i think uh, it, it's just a fact it's just the fact that uh, uh, the trail running sport is more driven by brands and organizers than federal world okay and would you like to see that change as a private company no to be honest <laughs> And I think that it was what I was trying to explain. I think that runners Don't. really, really want to, to stay free of what they are doing. And maybe it will be, it's an easier way for private companies, organizers or brands to let them free to do what they want. That than the federal world, where in the federal world, everything is more about rules. And rules in trail running are not, in my opinion, the very good way to, to, to drive a sport. And to be honest, if there is many private organizers, it's the best way to give uh, the freedom to the runners to, to make their own choice choices and they choose where they want to run the only thing we ask to them is to to go to the UTMB Mont Blanc they need to do at least one race in the circuit to to be able to access to to have access to the UTMB Mont Blanc I think it's the rule and they know it switching topics here if you look at the reasons why trail running has grown so much over the last 10 years, what, what was responsible for that growth? And what do you think will be responsible for the growth in the next 10 years? Do you think it's going to be the same reasons or will they be different? I think today the trail running is one of the most open and inclusive sports. You don't need to have a very, to learn a technique because uh, you learn to walk when you are a baby, but you can increase your technique. You don't need to have a lot of material, but you can have many things to help you. You don't need to have any structures. You can do it. There is some trails and paths everywhere in the world and uh, you don't need to have some material 
difficult to transport, like a ski or maybe a bicycle and everything. It's the more open and inclusive sport in the world. And because of that, when the person feels the necessity to connect with the nature, they find an easy way to do that. And it's because of that, more and more, the number of the runners is growing. It's just my opinion. And as there are many and many people, more and more people living in the cities, I think it will stay the same in the 10 next years because all people living in the cities have to breathe more oxygen and uh, traveling is the best thing for that. How do you think the sport will look different five years from now or 10 years from now? What are some major changes you think the sport will go through that might surprise people that are listening or watching to this interview? I think we'll go with more professionalization for elite runners. And they uh, have an organization? Maybe. Yes, and they, are, they have a new association, the uh, Trail Pro Running, uh, trail, the Pro Trail Runners Association, we are talking with. Uh, in, it's nice uh, to have uh, uh, them to talk with in order to, to fine-tune our own rules. But I think that uh, the thing with really uh, new since a couple of years is the way to live stream uh, trail running as we are doing an, now on 10, uh, 10 events in uh, UTMB uh, World Series, including, uh, of course, UTMB Mont Blanc. And uh, this gives the opportunity to millions of people to, to share the nature with the runners and to, to see a show where it's about sport, but it's also about, about nature, about environment. And uh, this thing creates more attraction for media. And as soon as you have more attraction for the media, you have, uh, it will go more for professionalization of uh, elite runners, in my opinion. And uh, if I can add something, there is also an incredible increase of the level of the runners and uh, specifically very big uh, increase of the level of uh, women. You have more and more women who are really uh, strong. You know, as uh, uh, Rory Bozio or Kutney Dowalter, they arrive in the seventh place in the general uh, classification, sorry, overall. And uh, it's very new to see that. And uh, I'm uh, really curious to wait until uh, until the, with the, this uh, level when um, uh, a runner, a female, will win everything and beat the men. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. When you think about increasing the number of fans or the number of supporters of our sport, do you think it's important to create a product through these races that emphasizes professional athletes or is the solution something different? I think it is just a part. Because from a very long time, with live trail, of course, you had not the images, but with live trail, it was the possibility for the families, the relevance of each runner to share the race of their runner, even if they were on the other side of the world. And uh, we know that because uh, uh, when Toffer ran, his father uh, don't miss any moment, any minute of uh, to follow his son. And it was the same thing for a lot of persons. And uh, when we had the images with UTMB Live, it's, uh, we add that to uh, Live Trail. And that make a very big enthusiasm for the running and 
I really think and I saw uh, that it make a lot of person who say, wow, one year I need to go to this place and I want to take part with this kind of uh, race because uh, my son, my nephew did it. Well, Catherine and Michelle, it has been a pleasure to chat with you on the, on the Single Track Podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for answering all these questions. The last thing I want to cover before we go, are there any final thoughts that you would like to share with the listeners and viewers, or are there any calls to action that you would like them to take as a result of listening to this conversation? Before to give you an answer, I risk... I have one question for you, Finn. Please. <laughs> Sorry, I just make the opposite. <laughs> did you come? Please, please. Did you come on UTMB Mont Blanc? I raced CCC back in 2021, and then I was part of a crew for a couple runners for CCC last year in 2022, and then the full UTMB and that same year. So I, I've experienced the magic. I've experienced the electricity. I, I tell people that every August Chamonix is the Mecca of ultra trail running. And you, you have to make the, the pilgrimage to Chamonix in August. If you want to consider your career or your uh, experience in the sport to be complete. So that's the long winded answer saying I've been, I've been there twice. <laughs> okay. Thank you. And, uh, if I understand, you feel well and you appreciate you appreciate uh, the experience. Did you feel the values? I did. So thanks for your <laughs> answer. And my wish is that more and more runner made the experience themselves, maybe of one race of the UTMB World Series, or the UTMB Mont Blanc itself and uh, it's the best way to understand and to have an opinion about what is UTMB World Series. It's my my biggest wish is if you want to have an opinion, the best way to have one opinion is to try. Maybe just to to answer your question, I have a call to action. The only thing I would like to say is that we need to be all committed. Uh, we need to all have the same commitment for the planet. I think it's our main responsibility to to fight against everything biodiversity, we, we need to help to restore biodiversity, we need to, to, to find solution against uh, uh, global warming. So, and I think we have a responsibility as, uh, you have a bigger responsibility as an organizer, but we need to, to be all together committed in this way. And uh, after that, I just uh, would like to say just uh, the, the main thing in trail running in, for me is just to, uh, to run and, and to be happy and to be free. Thanks for listening. Before we sign off, if you are a fan of the show, please consider supporting us with a rating and a review in your podcast player, a donation on Patreon, or the use of our sponsored discount codes in the show notes. We really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and you have been listening to the Single Track Podcast.